Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. This is the California Report. Good morning. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. We're learning more about U.S. Senator Dianne Feinstein's recent health struggles. They were worse and more complicated than her office first disclosed. Here's KQED politics editor Scott Schaefer. Feinstein was hospitalized in March after being diagnosed with shingles and spent weeks recovering at home before heading back to Washington last week. Since returning, she needs a wheelchair to get around. The left side of her face is partly paralyzed and one eye is partly shut. Her office never revealed what the New York Times reported Thursday, that the virus had spread to her head and neck, leaving her with vision and balance problems caused by encephalitis, a rare side effect of shingles that causes swelling of the brain. Feinstein's workload is reduced in D.C., and this latest revelation, on top of reports of her cognitive decline dating back more than a year, could increase calls for the 89-year-old Democrat to step down before her term ends a year and a half from now. For The California Report, I'm Scott Schaefer. There is growing concern about the prevalence of child labor in the U.S. Now, California workplace regulators have confirmed complaints of child labor and other violations at a Popeye's fast food restaurant in East Oakland. KQED labor correspondent Farida Javala Romero reports. Dozens of fast food workers and advocates with Fight for 15, a campaign funded by the Service Employees International Union, protested outside of the now-closed Popeyes in support of two teenage girls. Fast food veteran and mom Olivia Garcia says she drove from San Jose about an hour from here to participate. She says it's unacceptable for children to be exploited. The complaints by two 17-year-old girls allege they and co-workers as young as 13 have been made to work many more hours than allowed by law, including close to midnight on school days. Jomara Romero, one of the girls, says they've also witnessed violence in the workplace and suffered sexual harassment. The managers sometimes make sexual jokes, and I don't think that's like the right environment for a minor because like, it's your workplace, you should be feeling safe. She works as a cashier to help her parents cover rent. Corporate Popeye says they shut the franchise restaurant down hours after the allegations became public to investigate. An official with the franchisee, 14th Street Chicken, told KQED he disputed the allegations but had no further comment. For the California Report, I'm Farida Javala Romero. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. 
Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. And now to a preview of our sister show, The California Reports Weekly Magazine. This week, a documentary about what was Northern California's largest settlement of unhoused people. The city of Oakland recently cleared the last remaining portion of the community that people called Wood Street. KQED housing correspondent Aaron Baldessari has been following residents of Wood Street for nearly a year. In Oakland, along the city's western edge, homes and businesses come up against a tangle of highway overpasses and railroad tracks. I'm sitting outside, on a couch, next to John Janosko. It's it's beautiful out here at nighttime. We can see downtown Oakland, the skyline. This is Oakland's largest settlement of unhoused people, known simply as Wood Street, named after the road it runs along. It's a ramshackle place with beat-up trailers and makeshift shacks, tucked beneath the Interstate 880 freeway, home to around 300 people. To outsiders who are used to living in houses, it can seem pretty grim. But not to John. For him, it's home. Even though it's a situation that's maybe not ideal to most people, there's a lot of things that bring up good emotions inside of you that make you feel good still, you know? It's it's not all about being sad and stuff. He loves celebrating his friends' birthdays, throwing holiday parties. The things he knows often get overlooked when you don't have a home. His efforts are a big reason the settlement feels like more than a collection of RVs. It's a family. That's why it's so important to us and everybody that's been here, because it means something to us. Some people have lived here for over a decade. John's friend Ramona Choice has been at Wood Street for around six years. It feel like I've been there, like, forever, forever. She's built a community here. I'm a Wood Street. I'm a part of it. But now, this settlement is under threat. As voters become increasingly frustrated over the number of people living on the street in cities throughout California, authorities have responded, clearing more than 1,200 encampments across the state in the span of a year. The day that I'm visiting... Wood Street is next on the list. Tomorrow's going to be very hectic and chaotic. You know, we don't own this. We have no basic legal right that anyone has found really to be on somebody else's land. For nearly a year, I've been following John and Ramona as they fight to keep the community at Wood Street together. What happened here can tell us a lot about why the state's approach to clearing homeless encampments so often fails to get people housed. Because... Solving street homelessness is not as easy as just building shelters. It requires something more, something the folks here at Wood Street were able to provide for each other. And now, I'm wondering what will be lost when the community splinters, and what will happen to the people who call Wood Street home. 
That's KQED's Erin Baldessari. You can hear her documentary following unhoused residents at Wood Street on this week's California Report magazine. Tune in on your local public radio station or get the podcast. And go to kqed.org for photos and more to the story. Support for the California Report comes from Stanford Medicine, comprising its School of Medicine and Adult and Children's Health Systems, working together to advance knowledge and improve lives. StanfordMedicine.org. Guideline. Their automated 401k plans can be set up in 20 minutes. More at Guideline.com CA. Guideline. The California way to 401k. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes 11th Hour Racing, working to connect sustainability with sport to help restore ocean health on the web at 11thHourRacing.org. And that is this edition of the California Report for Friday, May 19th. We are a production of KQED Public Radio. Our engineers are Danny Bringer, Brendan Willard, Christopher Beale, and Seal Muller. Our producers are Izzy Bloom and Keith Mizuguchi. Our senior editors, Angela Corral. Our interim director of news is Erica Kelly. Our vice president of news is Ethan Tobin Lindsay. And our chief content officer is Holly Kernan. I'm your host, Saul Gonzalez. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast. And I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hi there, I'm Randa Fatah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts.